Hi, welcome to Making Sense of Movies with Elena. I'm Claire. Welcome. Our uh, topic this evening is vampires. Vampire movies. It is spooky season and we are getting ready and we hope you are as and well. And you know, we, we had to do a Halloween theme and this is it. And I don't know. vampires? I think, well, a lot of people don't want vampires. A lot of a lot of vampire victims out there. But that's true, that's true. We love vampires. If you so. want to know what which movies we're going to be talking about so you don't get spoilers, just check the description and you'll be able to fast forward to whichever movies you've seen or you want to come back. And Please do so. There, there will definitely be spoilers oh, in this. Yes. For even though most of these movies have been out for a while, but yeah, none of these are, are fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's get to it. So okay. our first vampire film is Only Lovers Left Alive. This is starring um, Tilda Swinton and Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Loki, a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, also. Uh, Anton Yelchin, Yelchin who uh, recently died. So, so sad. They have I a know. Documentary about him. Yeah. And then Mia. Wait, I don't want to say oh, that. Oh yeah, Mia Wachowskia. Yeah, that's they're, they're a core four. Mm-hmm. Core four. So Claire, what did you think about this movie? I re- I really was into this movie, and really? the thing that I liked about it is if I didn't know it was a vampire movie. It takes about 20 or so minutes to realize it is a vampire That's movie. That's what I was going to say. I was thinking, I probably wouldn't have realized until the moment where he's looking at the blood in the doctor's office when that yeah. girl has, like, her leg cut open. Because you don't really know what he's getting. Mm-hmm. You can, like, assume it's blood. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, so I noticed, too. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, this isn't, like... It's not screaming at you. It's a vampire film. Yeah. You're, like, watching it, and I'm like, when are they going to, you know, when are they, where are their fangs? When yeah. are they going to... Because even in the description on, like, IMDb and other websites, they don't mention anything about vampires. They do subtly reference, like, has have been there for centuries. And I feel like if I was watching this without any previous knowledge, I would think it was more leaning towards, like, time travel. Yeah. Even though it does set up a very gothic um, yeah. atmosphere very quickly. Yeah. Just with the, the text at the very beginning, how it's read. Yeah, uh, when he's driving through the town in the beginning of the film, it's very, like, isolated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He calls humans zombies, which is confused yeah. me at first. Because yeah. I was like, are there actually zombies? Mm-hmm. Or does he just call them that, like, to insult them? Yeah. But they're not zombies. They're, they're humans. They're just regular He just people. likes to insult them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just love the way it was filmed in the very beginning where the rooms are spinning yeah. on top of the record. You think they're in the same place and they're not. They're like totally separate continents, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Which I didn't, I thought they were going to be together. Cause you watch the trailer. It's like, Oh, only lovers left alive. They're like a couple yet. They live apart. Mm-hmm. Then everything starts to happen when she goes to visit. Mm-hmm. Actually probably when the sister comes to visit. Yeah. And that's funny because the movie really just totally changes direction. Like I yeah. kind of like how they really established this is how these two interact together and what their life is like. And then the sisters in it in just and then just everything. ruins everything. Yeah. Oh, and also shout out to John Hurt too, who's in this. And he's really good. He's got like the small part as her older vampire friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Okay. The one thing is Tom Hiddleston's character, Adam, totally sad boy. Very sad, Very boy. Sad. He's, like, one of the saddest, for sure. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> like the fact that he, like, lives in Detroit, because he's like, there are no zombies here, and he's very isolated, and he's very into his music, mm-hmm. which is, like, also kind of sad, because, like, people steal his music, then he, like, 
wants to come out with it, but he can't because he's a mm-hmm. vampire, and it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. This is also the one thing where, like, it's a very personal vampire story. Like, it's not about the world of vampires. It's about, like, these individuals and, like, how they interact with each other rather than how they interact as, like, representing vampires as, like, a whole, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Well, yeah, which I really liked about it because even when there is some gore, they don't show it on screen, yeah. which I really like because it's just not that kind of movie. No, it isn't. I also liked how they're very picky with the blood. They're like, oh, we don't want to get contaminated, <laughs> which I assume has to do with, like, hepatitis B or HIV, those type of, like, blood-borne diseases. But it's really not something I ever thought about. They're just very modern vampires. They are. Oh, it's funny. when So the first time um, our couple, Adam, played by Tom Hiddleston, and Eve, played by Tilda Swinton, which the names are pretty on point, say the only lovers, um... He, she's, like, using an iPhone, and he's, like, using such an, I don't even know what it is, like, an old house phone, and then when he wants to FaceTime her, he has this very old laptop that he connects to, like, his very old TV, he's, like, he's, like, he's like old-fashioned, he's, like, one of those guys, who's like, I prefer records, because it just sounds better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I loved Eve's character in this. Yeah. She's just, like, so full she, of life, like, talking to the is. plants. Like, this is so different from him. Like, they, they work well together, but they're just totally opposite. Well, the whole thing, they're like Adam and Eve. She's light. He's dark. Like, she wears a lot of white. He wears a lot of black. Like, you can definitely see playing with the, like, lightness and dark. Like, he lives in a very dark area in Detroit. And she, I forgot where she lives. Morocco. Morocco. And mm-hmm. the way she's introduced, she's wearing all white. Like, there's bright city lights. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also very different. I also liked their friend character, who is, like... He, spoiler alert, is credited with writing basically all of Shakespeare's plays, and everyone just keeps taking credit for his written work, which I find, like, kind of sad, but also he's, like, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I don't think what else. I just thought the writing in this was really good. Like, I wrote a few of my things, or a few of my favorite quotes down, um... Please feel free to piss in the garden, which I forget what that was, but it made me laugh. I think the world has enough chaos by John Hurt's character. Yeah. Uh, it Tom Hiddleston's character also reminded me a lot of BBC Sherlock. Really? Yeah. Just like, like very moody and very. He is like, very moody. But uh, Sherlock, I feel like, is very, like he yells and he's very not flamboyant but very extroverted. While I feel like Adam not, here is very soft spoken. Very somber. Very somber. Like doesn't mm-hmm. show a ton of emotion when it comes to like expressing his wants and needs like I remember when the sister comes Eva comes he's like no no like he literally treats her like a dog like stop Mm -hmm. and I thought her character like when they talked about her they made her seem like so horrible like I thought she was gonna like kill them or something she killed a guy she killed a guy but I thought it was going to be worse than that I don't know what I I was expecting I saw it and I was like she's she's gonna kill Anton Yelkin's character like I saw it she touched him with her gloved hand and I'm like it's going down yeah oh that's the other thing I really liked about this movie it was I love Eve's powers how she could touch something yeah no the age that was cool Mm -hmm. I didn't you don't you don't I didn't really understand that at first Mm because when he was like oh like how I can never tell how old this guitar is and he like has her touch it she's like oh it's 1905 and I was like Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But then you see her start to, like, touch other things. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, I understand where this is going. Like his bullet. Um, yeah, she can tell it's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he's a sad boy and he, he wants to die. But yeah. also not die. It's a very... Yeah. 
she's a very comp. He's a very complicated man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love how they drink the blood through. So because of all like the diseases that contaminate the blood, they get blood. He gets blood from like a, a donor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, like a hospital, and they drink it in like these very like Venetian style glass cups, and it's like a drug for them. Like they kind of get this euphoria from it, which mm-hmm. I found really fun. I just thought it was so formal. It's like a cute like little touch. Like he's has all these old material, and he has these very nice glass cups. Yeah, like preserves just for blood. Mm-hmm. And then the other way they like drank the blood was uh, Eve throws it into a popsicle. Yeah, that was really <laughs> funny. That was, yeah. I like that. Um, um, I also like how they kind of addressed how vampires don't go to the bathroom. When was that? That was in the <laughs> beginning when Anton Yelkin's character comes over and he's like, he gives um, the guitars to Adam. This is when you, their, their right. first interaction together. And he's like, oh, like, can I just use the bathroom before I go? And Adam's like, oh, no, it's not working. He's like, oh, let me get that fixed. It's fine. And Adam like, is like, no, yeah. no, I'm going to fix it myself. And I'm just like, oh, like, yeah. no one has ever addressed that. Like, do vampires go to the bathroom? Because yeah. they technically don't eat anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I guess they don't. They just kind of survive. Yeah, well, that was actually such a funny scene because Ian was still was like, oh, still? It's been so long. <laughs> and then I think she wondered, like, how has, like, him as a human being, like, how is he even going to the bathroom this yeah. whole time? And then, like, the audience knows he's a vampire. He doesn't need to go to the bathroom, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that was, I really, I thought this film was cool. It was very, like, bohemian vibes to mm-hmm. it. The way the lighting was and how the characters dress. Yeah, definitely one of my the sunglasses inside. Oh, truly yeah, iconic. They, they always look just badass. With our gloves and sunglasses. Did you mm-hmm. get the glove thing? I think it was, well, I was confused by that. Because actually, now that I think about it, because they always, so in the movie, there the, our three vampires that we know are always wearing gloves. And there's something where when Adam, when Eve finally comes and visits Adam, it's like what, 20 minutes into the film, she takes off her gloves and Adam like touches it against his face and he does the same to her. And then when the sister comes to visit, she takes off her gloves and she goes to Adam and she's like, can I? And he's like, no. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what that is. Because I don't really, like, explain it. But it's some, it's like they're very specifically wearing gloves. It's the first time I noticed that she was wearing white gloves and he was wearing black gloves. Uh-huh. And I was like, like, oh, the color difference. Like, maybe that's why. But then the sister was also wearing gloves. And I was like, is it a touching thing? Maybe it's one of those things where they just made up more vampire lore. Sort of like the way a vampire has to be invited inside uh... somewhere. Or That's true, because the sister just went into the house uninvited. Yeah, and took off her gloves uninvited, too. Yeah. I guess I guess that can Well, that was one of my ideas, and then my other one was maybe they just... Vampires have a heightened sense of everything and a heightened sense of touch, too. Yeah. So there's only certain things they can touch, but... I don't know. We'll have to look into that, because I'm sure, obviously, it was done for a specific reason. Yeah, because like, they do. They focus on it, at least. Mm-hmm. like, And even the character Ian is like, oh, you all have such, like... Cool gloves. Yeah. And, like, they don't touch them at all without the gloves. Yeah. Was this a book beforehand? I feel like... I don't know. I'm gonna look. I feel like this definitely was a book, though. It seems very bookish. The way they... I can feel like they would describe much more. Mm-hmm. What was happening? Yeah, it oh, was it a book. A, mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So it's an annotation? Yeah. When was the book written? The book was written in... 1964. Oh, I didn't read it. Jeez. It's a while ago. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Is I it am not? so sorry. This is the wrong Only Lovers Left Alive. I will... <laughs> what is it? This one's about... 
It's a science fiction novel. It describes a society where there are no adults and teenagers, where there's no adults and teenagers are able to run wild. That sounds interesting too, but that that's we're not, getting off topic here. Yeah. So I feel like anything else to add to Only Lovers Left Alive? Ah, uh, no, not that I can think of. Hold on, let me look. There was a few other quotes I like when uh, you drank Ian. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that Very was good. And I like how they circle back around to um, having the record playing at the end, but then they're, like, just more happy together. Yeah, they really um, did. They were apart in the beginning and they end up together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really like this. It just kept my attention the whole time, which sometimes movies don't do. Yeah. Next, to another movie that really grabs your attention. Oh, Yes. Let's start with Fright Night. So mm-hmm. this is the first one in 1985. Mm-hmm. This was super fun. This was no. directed by Tom Holland and written. Mm-hmm. I don't know who any of the actors are. No, neither um, do I. But it's just like your classic 80s horror movie. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I can definitely see myself getting like a whole bunch of groups, like a whole group of friends together. And like, this is the fun movie you would watch. Yeah, well, it has the whole like next door neighbor vibes to it. Mm-hmm. He has the girlfriend. There's the old, there's the old professor, you know, wise man, but not really that wise. Mm-hmm. Then he comes in and saves them at the end. Mm-hmm. There's a lot with this movie, and I was not expecting to like it that much, because I've accidentally started the 2011 version, Yeah. and I was like, this is really bad. <laughs> no, because I look, see, I feel like this one, it, this Bright Night movie, the original, it's just very tight. There's no scene where I could be like, oh, we can cut yes. out that scene. No, and, and I, that's what I think, yeah. And well, I look It was um, not even two hours. I know, and I looked at the other Fright Night, the one you started watching, and it was like two hours long. And I was like, what else would you put in that movie? So, if you don't know the plot of Fright Night, basically, a new neighbor comes in to this teenage boy's neighborhood, and he realizes that he's a vampire. And basically, he recruits this actor from a a vampire hunting TV show to help kill him, Um, and... That's basically it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the plot is basically him. Everyone thinks the main character, what's his name? Charlie. Charlie is crazy. Because, mm-hmm. like, why would you believe in vampires? And that was really fun. Um, and then the kind of dealing with the relationship between Charlie and Amy, too. Was a weird one, I admit. I know. So in the beginning, yeah. he, like, wants to have sex with her. And then she's like, No. And then he, like, tries again. She's like, no. And I was like, Amy, break up with him. <laughs> like, he's he's pressuring you. And then she's like, she's like, oh, I do want to have sex with you. But then he's too preoccupied looking out the window. Yeah, because they're carrying, like, a dead body into the basement of yeah, the house. Yeah, and he's, like, so confused. The one thing I thought was hilarious was that, like, Amy could not handle if she was not the center of attention. Yeah, that's the, the one thing from the beginning I was like. Charlie and Amy, they're just not good for each other. But then they end up together in the end. Yeah. Which I was like, uh-huh. I was like, I don't think they needed to be. His friend was also oh. so annoying. Yeah, oh yeah, I didn't like him. His name was Evil, Evil Ed. Ed. Yeah, that like, was so weird. Yeah, so Evil Ed, he has like this weird, he's like, cool, Brewster, like his stupid cat phrase. Um, and he was so one-dimensional. Like, you can tell, like, oh, there's, like, a hint of that he was bullied, but he wasn't really fleshed out that much. He was just, like, this annoying sidekick mm-hmm. who, like, knew things about vampires and also, like, made fun of Charlie, but, like, Charlie made fun of him, so it was, like, a whole a whole thing. Yeah. And then our other character, Jerry the, Jerry the Vampire. Jerry the Vampire is hot. Okay, yeah, here's the thing. I'm very conflicted. Well, no, I'm not very conflicted. Look, he's a terrible in, person. In the beginning, I was like, damn, 
Jerry's hot and he's so funny. And I love the scene where he comes into the house and he's talking to Charlie's mom and kind of flirting with her. Yeah, yeah. And making it very obvious to Charlie that, like, oh, I'm a vampire and I know that you know that I'm a vampire and just freaking him out. Yeah, yeah. But see, here's the wheels fall off when Jerry starts going after a high school girl. Yes! That was really no. like, so like, he like hypnotizes her because obviously she doesn't go towards him. So there's a scene where after, so they had, what, what was this? So they had, so basically what happens is Charlie is like, he's a vampire, he like tries to get the police in it, and he thinks this because he saw this prostitute go into the house and then she ends up murdered and he sees it and he's like, oh no, like, like she, like he killed her. So he gets the police, police don't believe him, his friends don't believe him, is that he goes to the actor, what's his name, Vincent? Oh, Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent's like, I don't believe in vampires, you're dumb, like don't talk to me. And then the friends, because Charlie's like, I'm gonna kill him, so the friends are like, he's fucking crazy. Let's go to Peter Vincent and just, like, get Peter Vincent to prove that he's not a vampire. So basically what they do is they get him. They pay him. They pay him they a pay lot. Him. They pay him. They pay him $500 to yeah. basically go to the house, give him tap water, and say it's holy water. Mm-hmm. He does it. It's fine. Then Peter Vincent takes out his compact for some reason. I don't know. Look at himself in the mirror. Wants to make sure he's looking good. Realizes that Jerry does not have a reflection. Freaks out. Leaves. And then Jerry notices the piece of glass on the floor. And Jerry's like, ah, oh. like they, they know. Mm-hmm. So he starts to go after Charlie and Amy and he brings them into this club. And while Charlie's on the phone with Peter Vincent, um, Amy like gets hypnotized onto the dance floor with, with Jerry. And they're like dancing and he's like touching up her thigh. And like you can tell, like, like as soon as she would stab out of it, she would run away. But then he would look at her and she would go back. Mm-hmm. It was creepy. Yeah. Like, does he. Do they have sex in the mountain? No, but she takes off her shirt. Yeah, it was weird because, like, she doesn't want to have sex with him, but then he's also hypnotizing her, and then he, like, bites her and turns her into a vampire. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's very creepy, it's I very do creepy. admit. Yeah, and the... I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, that just made me so uncomfortable. I was and like, I was Whoa. watching that, and I was like, no. It's like, no, Jerry, I like you. Well... I, I believe Jerry. Well, he also, like, liked Amy because he she looked like his, like, lost love. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I get it. But also, she's in high school. Which, yeah. Just creepy enough. But yeah. also, you're, like, if you're a vampire, you're so much older. Yeah. Just, you can't even relate to these high schoolers. Yeah. What if you were in the situation of, not, not Amy, but just, like, yeah, what if you were in Charlie's situation? I was going to say, what if you were in, like, Charlie's friend's situation? Charlie yeah. really does try his best. Yeah. He goes to the police. He just, like, he sounds crazy, and that's yeah. not his fault. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. He, he is like, I'm going to kill him. He's like, like, I'm going to kill him before he kills me, which is truly an issue. Got to get that. Um, can we also talk about Peter Vincent? Yeah, I liked his character. He was so funny. Yeah. He was like, I lied. I wanted to make money. <laughs> My favorite thing is when he tells Charlie that he was fired from Fright Night, which was the TV show he was on. And then when the kids come, she's like, oh, you know, I had to quit my job. And then she's like, I'll pay you. And he's like, okay. Like, yeah. that's it. And I'm it like, very yeah. easy to persuade. Very but easy. I really like how he had, even though it was he a very... Was, yeah, he did. It was like, even though the whole story was very cohesive, he had his own mini thing where it was like he was becoming... The vampire killer that he portrayed on yeah, TV. I, I, I really like that. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Can we also talk about Evil Ed, who for some reason turns into a wolf? Oh, yeah. He was bitten by a vampire, though. Yeah, so... So Evil Ed, the kid, the the best friend, when they get separated, he gets separated from Charlie and, and Amy. He gets bitten by Jerry, and Jerry's like, oh, I can help you, you know, be strong, you know, get away from those bullies. And then, like, at the end of the film, he's, there's a wolf that's uh, fighting uh, Peter Vincent, and then it, Peter Vincent, like, you know, stabs the wolf, and it ends up being Evil Ed. And I was like, when did he become a wolf? Hmm? I don't know. Are vampires now, like, can they become any animal they want besides bats? I don't know. I feel like someone just had a really good wolf special effect, and it was like it was oh, a pretty good wolf special effect. All, for all the practical effects were really good. I have to admit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was old and it was fun, but like the wolf was pretty cool because you can tell it was yeah. the thing with a real dog at a certain point. Mm-hmm. It was also so sad when the wolf was dying. They kept on that scene for like four minutes. Yeah, the wolf's dying, and Peter Vincent's just looking into his eyes, and the wolf arm is reaching for Peter Vincent. Oh, and then it becomes. And he kind of starts like crying a bit. Yeah, and then the wolf is crying, and then it becomes Ed. Then mm-hmm. you're like, what? But then, so spoiler alert for the end of the film, once Jerry is killed, there's like these glowing eyes in the house next door, and Charlie's like, oh, it's no one. But then you hear this catchphrase. What's what's his last name again? Oh, oh. Peter Vincent? You, yeah, you, no, Brewster. You hear the catchphrase, cool Brewster, and you're like, wait, Evil Ed is alive, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, were they just setting up for a sequel? I don't know. Oh, just... Well, there is a sequel to it. No, but... I, knew, I knew there was a sequel. But I didn't look it up. I want to know if... Because in the Fright Night TV show, the it was aliens in the next. So I wonder if next they've got to deal with aliens... Uh, or hold on, I just want to read the description. Oh, was a TV show? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's was... what. Oh, you mean the end of the movie? He decides to go towards aliens, not. Yeah, aliens. but it says Fright Night Two. It's also about vampires. Charlie Brewster and Peter Vincent must face Look, more vampires out from Charlie Brewster revenge. and Peter Vincent are quite a duo. They really are. Literally, Charlie was also kind of like annoying. He's very pushy, but like also he's gonna get killed by a vampire. So yeah, I. I he was annoying when he was with Amy, but he I was, understood... I think, him and Amy don't have a healthy relationship. No, I understood all of his motives, though, that he took in defeating the vampires. No, I understand his, like, motives when it comes to, like, him. But, like, even before he realizes there are vampires, like, the way he acted with Amy and the way Amy acted towards him was not healthy, and I don't think they should have ended up together. Yeah. That's my, my take. Yeah, no, after that, I feel like Amy... I, you couldn't be with Charlie after that, I feel like. I know. Which is Actually, like, you know, so in, in the movie, myself. Amy gets turned into a vampire, and then once Jerry dies, she gets turned back into her human self. But as a vampire, she's way more sexualized yeah. than she was. It's like a teenage girl, which... Yeah, because she was supposed to be, like, the, the vampire from the very beginning of the... In the TV show. Which I actually I also really like the opening where you think it's going right into the vampire stuff, but it turns out yeah. you're just watching TV because they show this one shot of the house and the TV's playing in the background, but you don't yeah. know it's the TV yet. Yeah, that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of good overhead shots too. Like when um, Evil Ed was walking down the alleyway, oh, yeah, yeah. and there's this shot just going right over him, and you just feel like, oh, he's being watched. He's being watched. Did we uh, also mention when it comes to vampire etiquette? So in the first film, they only drink blood. Mm-hmm. In this film, he like randomly eats apples. Oh yeah. Is that just to show like yeah, like I'm not a vampire, but he still eats apples. I think the apple thing. I know there's a lot of characters who just like 
just to be snarky, eat apples. It's just I like one of those things. Thing. Yeah, because yeah, I know when um, in Star Trek, Captain Kirk is eating an apple too when he's trying to be all like, oh, look at me. When has apple become the symbol I know. For, for powerful men or men really? trying to be powerful? You know, we'll have to do a, a think piece on it. Think piece <laughs> apples and men. Stay, stay, stay tuned for later podcasts yeah. when we talk about just apples in films. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. I, lo- I just The vampires were kind of gross though. Yeah, they were. I think I don't know, I have I think I've said my piece about Fright Night. Mm-hmm. I recommend it's a, it's a great like I would Halloween too. night film. That's the thing about like just the this vibe was very fun. Yeah, the vibe was like you, fun. It's not. I don't think the movie was meant to scare you. Maybe it was. It was nine, like I don't really think that was the intention. For me, I was watching it. And I was having like a grand old time. Yeah, I just feel like the movie it knew what it was yeah. and it played to that those strengths. Those were the best type of movies. You they have to really be self aware. And I'm glad because I feel like if we weren't doing this podcast, I definitely wouldn't have ever watched no, this because it's never same. came across my radar before. Even though it is, I feel like a pretty popular movie. Um, but very glad I watched it, and I would definitely recommend. Yeah, no, definitely we should have recommend. to first watch the second one, which probably isn't as good as the yeah. first one. But and I kind of it makes me sort of want to watch the that 2011. That was so cringy, Claire. I watched the first twenty minutes, and then I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is the one. I was gonna text you and be like, Yo, we can't watch this. It's actually bad. <laughs> I kind of want to watch that. It's just like now. early two, not early like those weird mid two thousands when you're like. <laughs> Like, like who wrote this? Yeah, it can't, I'm sorry, it just doesn't sound like people. I know. It can't be as bad as Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, though, which isn't a movie we're going to talk about, but I watched that, and I was like, we can't do this movie because it's not good at all. Okay. But, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> we do not recommend Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer. <laughs> not at all. Our next film is... Blade. 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 Was done in 1998, oh, starring the great Wes- Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Snipes? Snipes. 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 Oh, I was thinking of Snape. And this is a, a Marvel movie too, right? Yeah, it's, it based, on, based, it's based on, on the comic. So the, yeah. there's a new one, a newer one coming out with Mahershala Ali. Oh, yeah. Good. I don't know how you could beat Wesley Snipes, though. He was yeah, pretty he was great just, as Blade. Yeah, he just had this great, like, on-screen presence. Like, he really did. He was, he's huge, also. Yeah. Like, he is, like, you look at him, and you're like, I do not want to fuck with that guy. No, not at all. Um, I have to admit, this was one of my favorite intros. I loved when they're like going to this oh. vampire club. Oh, that was it's such a great move. Like it got me pumping. I was like, and there's ton- all those lights flickering. Oh, I was like, this I, is great. I, I thought that club was so gross. I it was gross, but it was like I was like, okay, because like it, you're not introduced to Blade until like probably like five or six minutes into mm-hmm. the into the movie. And I was like, okay, cool, like, when is he gonna come in? All of a sudden he's just like killing vampires and they die with like this weird CGI effect. Oh, they like turn into dust. They turn like no, they turn into like their skeleton and then they turn into dust. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe the blood sprinklers. The blood sprinklers was fun. Yeah. I was like <laughs> I just think these vampires out of all the vampires were so gross. And you know the These inter- were this movie was incredibly grotesque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so if you don't know the plot to Blade, it's basically Blade is this half vampire, half mortal He's vampire. A daywalker. Daywalker. So basically his mom was dying and she was bit by a vampire when she was pregnant with him. 
she gave birth, she died, and he lived, and he was, like, basically born half a vampire, half mortal. He can walk during the day. He basically, like, doesn't have any of the weaknesses of vampires, except mm-hmm. the fact that he craves blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he's hunting vampires. It's basically the whole film. Yeah. And there's a whole, like, you know, vampire plot, which you don't really need to get into. Um, but... Yeah, wait, well, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, well, I forget. Well, do, do you like this one? I did. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a little messy, though. Like, I think there was a lot of other vampire characters. Like, yeah. the one main character, uh, Deacon. Deacon I think Snow. he definitely, he had some scenes, but he could have been a better villain, I feel like. Yeah. I wish I would have focused on him more and less of his, um, he had so many other vampires in the background. He did, yeah. They had that, like, Classic redneck vampire. Oh, yeah. If you ever watched True Blood, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I There were some things I was like, so the other character, what's her name? Karen. Karen. Oh, wait, or is Karen the mother? Cause, uh, oh, wait. No, I think Karen. Uh, okay, yeah. Then Karen we'll... is, so, Karen is someone who kind of goes along blade with this journey when she gets, like, caught in the crossfires. She's supposed to be, like, this female scientist, and, like, I get it, this is 1998, but, like, could she have been a better character? A little bit. Yeah, she could have been given more to do, but I kind of like her vibe, because she shows up, and then Blade's like, no, I don't want you here. Well, first of all, he rescues her from the hospital, throws her off the frickin' roof. Dude, <laughs> I have to admit, um, yeah, there's a lot of people throwing in this. Yeah. Which is something I feel like it happens in a lot of vampire movies. Mm-hmm. Happened in Fright Night. A lot of people, people throwing not as much as Only Lovers Left Alive. Mm-hmm. But other vampire, yeah, I don't know why. Because it's the vampire strength. They just like to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when Deacon um, is talking with Blade in that park, and there's that that little girl. Oh, he just slot yeets her across. Oh, oh my god, he just, like, throws this little girl, like, to the street. Like, at mm-hmm. least, like, 10 or 15 feet. Yeah. Oh my god, I started dying of laughter. That's that so was funny. Good. Okay, but back to Karen. I kind of liked it. So, Blade's all like, no, I don't want you here. And then Karen's like, well, I'm staying. And then they're just, like, badass together. I know. She, she, she kinda... does have a, a side where she's, like, she's killing vampires. You know, she's gaining strength. And she's, she's never shown as weak, I think, that the whole mm-hmm. film, which is, like, Something I was surprised about because usually when it comes to like Marvel films with the female like sidekick, mm-hmm. I don't know like for reasons of them like they're not they don't do much and here no, like she they're... she's shown like she you know creates a cure and she does that a lot but I mm-hmm. wish as someone who enjoys science they just went a bit more into it mm-hmm. but also fun fact when they use that scientific name of garlic instead of saying garlic it's the actual scientific name oh. I looked it up to see if they were just making shit up they oh, were not huh. I do like how they, like, the one thing I noticed while watching the vampire movies was how much they emphasize vampire tropes. And they really emphasize yeah, vampire tropes one, in this yeah, one. The yeah. garlic and the silver and the sunlight. Not so much the cross. No. I think I think that I think that was that was in the film where it was like, oh yeah, like the cross isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Or holy water isn't a thing. Like in Fright Night, that was a thing, the cross, the holy water. Yeah. Um, garlic, they didn't really seem as much. And this one? No, no, in Friday Night Garlic. Oh, right, yeah. Even mm-hmm. in Only Lovers Left Alive, there was really nothing about it. Yeah, because no, I was going to say in this one, they would, like, inject garlic into, into people, people. Which I thought was crazy. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, the one thing I have a problem with with this movie yep. is 
the vampires who want to have everyone be a vampire, they're just like retroactively killing their own race because I really want to know the ratio between the humans and the vampires now because there must be a vampire who needs to keep track of how much blood is on Earth, you know? Well, there's a... Yeah, that's what I understand when, like, Deacon Plan was like, oh, vampires rule, but how are you supposed to feed when there are no humans? Yeah. But the whole thing is that, like, I felt like the high vampires, like, the true, they called them purebloods because they mm-hmm. were born vampires, which I found very interesting, mm-hmm. was that they, like, owned, they were, like, were, they basically owned the world, but yeah. they just didn't want to outwardly be it, which I think is so much cooler than outwardly owning the world. Mm-hmm. No yeah. offense to Deacon and his mm-hmm. stupid plan. But it's like, what were they going to do if they're just depleting their own resource? Yeah, I guess not. The plot has some holes, is what we're saying. <laughs> um, also, I love that Blade is, like, so dramatic. Yeah. This entire film. Uh-huh. Like, I remember when, so, the Karen, she she gets bitten by a vampire and Blade, like, saves her. And he basically is like, okay, go on with your life. So she goes back to her apartment and she gets, you know, someone from the vampires is, like, attacking her. And basically, she's used as bait. And she's like, did you use me as bait? And Blade is literally like, get over it. <laughs> I was like, I literally wrote that down. That's my favorite quote of the whole yeah. movie. Because Blade's like, I don't care. This is for the better of the universe. And I'm like, yeah, he's also this whole thing where he's like, you have to see the real world. It's not, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. Like, Blade, calm down. I get it, you have a very sad backstory, but calm down. Okay, wait. Can we talk about his backstory and about um, the twist? <gasps> I was actually not expecting that at no, neither all. Was I. So in in the film, when you first see Deacon is like, okay, so like the plot we're not really gonna talk about because that's not that important. No. But there's a scene in the film where Deacon is like on his in his room and he has this pretty cool coffin bed, and the coffin bed emerges and there's this woman that comes out. And she's like, oh, you're late to the party. And my initial thought was like, oh, he's just like some girl he's sleeping with. No one very important. And then Blade goes back to this room when he's looking for Karen and Deacon. And the the coffin bed emerges. But this time, before you didn't see her face, you only saw like her body. Um, This time you see her whole, like her whole body. And it's his mom. And his mom's a vampire and alive and with a deacon. Why did Which was a whole thing I was not expecting. No, not at all. And I'm just like, why didn't the mother ever go back for Blade? I think that's so sad. Yeah, I think that is sad. Honestly, Blade lost his only parental figure. What was that yeah. guy's name? Oh, sad. oh, that guy. Was his name Whistler? Yeah, yeah Whistler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sad. Whistler yeah, no, died. his death was. Spoiler uh, alert, Whist- Whistler dies. Yeah. He was dying anyway. He had cancer, though. Yeah. Oh, but I felt bad for Blade. He did that thing where it's like he walked away and he just didn't look back. I know. He also kills his mom, mm-hmm. which is a whole thing. And also there was so much weird sexual tension. There really was. There was so much tension between the mom and Blade was so weird. And more on the mom's part, too. Like, yeah, no, this, not, is, this was not Blade's Lily. No. This was the mom's. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when... When Blade is, like, sucking the blood out of Karen, also very <laughs> sexual. Yeah. Like, both of their shirts were off. And you see, like, Blade's tattoo for the first time. And I was like, I feel like this is more important than what we're... Like, why does he have this weird tattoo on his yeah. back? Yeah, but no, that part, it was very just fan fiction-y. Because... Yeah. It was... <laughs> I can... Yeah. Not like... Just the, like, oh, just that you one need scene. to suck my, like, suck yeah. my blood. Yeah, that was very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. And it was um, very sexually done. It was too. very sexually done. But also, yeah, so 
like it's like the thing was like weirdly sexual but also very very grotesque Mm -hmm. so there are scenes in the film where there's this huge like basically blob vampire you don't really know how the vampire like it had this really high-pitched voice and they were like putting uv lights on it so he was yelling and getting this burnt and then also they they figure out that if they give the vampires this like coagulant that you know clots blood um, it'll make them explode, and they turn into, like, these red, like, blob monsters, and then they explode, and it was pretty gross, I have to admit. Mm, I mean, it worked for the movie, but I just personally didn't like it. Yeah, that was, that's definitely not something I would. Do we think this do. movie needs to be redone? I really don't. I, I think they have two other ones. There's, there's definitely a sequel. Yeah, I just can't think of, I mean, obviously they're probably just remaking because it's like, oh... It's an IP that everyone knows. And That's true. It was made a while ago, so why not just remake it? But I just don't know what else. Well, they could make Karen more involved. Make the it, it is also like a an African-American yeah. like, male lead. Like mm-hmm. Also African-American female co-lead, I guess. Karen is a, I, I come calling it. Karen's a co-lead. They don't make Karen a co-lead in the, the next lead. I'm going to be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her character. I guess, like, I understand that part, too, but... I don't know. I don't know if they need to be redone. Unless they're like continuing the story in a different route, then I would be mm-hmm. like, okay. But I don't know like how you could talk Wesley Snipes, to be honest. <laughs> like remember Shali, you're a two-time Oscar winner. <laughs> Can you be Wesley Snipes? Yeah. I mean, you know, they could add more to the plot. I, I, yeah, no, I think, I, I, I think I if anything, say, the plot might improve. I was gonna say, like, oh, what can be improved from this movie? But I'm like, we haven't talked about the plot at all, so clearly. The plot can yeah, be if you couldn't tell, the plot was is going to be a bit too much to explain. Um, was it all worth it? No. Does it end with a weird blood god? Yes. Yeah. That's all you have to That's remember. Really, you're really, if you're going to watch this movie, you want to see it for the gore. You want to <laughs> see it for Wesley Snipes. I truly want you. And, like, he's truly great in this yeah. film. Like, and he's not, like, not when I, like, you know, vampire trailer, you're touching, like, scary. Like, he's not really... He's just like cool and confident, is what yeah. I was getting the vibes from. Mm-hmm. He's a sick outfit though. Yeah, too. great, great outfit. And great he's got outfit. some good lines. Like the, the line at the very end of the movie is, "Some motherfuckers always trying to skate uphill." Um, <laughs> great line. It's truly, truly great in this film. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Um, I like the scene where they're killing the true blood vampire. Yeah. And they're just putting them out in the sun, and then they all put the motorcycle helmets on to protect themselves from the sun. <laughs> that was a pretty coolly cool that shot was, scene, though. That, that was so cool. that scene, it's shot where they're, like, beating him up in the sun, and the sun's setting, so it's a very cool lighting, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of shadowed, and you kind of just get, like, a wide shot. Not a wide shot, necessarily, but, like, a far away shot. It looked very artistic for a hot second. Yeah. I was like, wow, am I watching an indie film? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Okay, the other thing I wrote down, does Deacon protect himself from the sun by wearing sunblock? Did I get that wrong? <laughs> I didn't understand either, yeah. In the park so, scene. Yeah, yeah. I, was he wearing sunblock? So I the whole thing is that Deacon isn't a pure blood. He was made into mm-hmm. a vampire. Um, I don't get... It, it, they made it seem like he was wearing something on his skin in order to be protected from the sun. I think he said it was sunblock. I think it was too. And I just think I thought that was funny. I was like, oh. I don't know why more vampires didn't didn't do that. Didn't yeah. do that. Like 
honestly, if more vampires knew about sunblock, would we? Do they really exist? Do they? Do, do they invent sunblock, Claire? Do did the vampires invent sunblock? I think. Dude, they, someone someone should invest in this film. Yeah. Vampires inventing sunblock for the pure I purpose. Really, I really just need to know about more about the vampire community here. I do. Because I feel it's like very there's vague. some things that they're thinking out. You know, there's the, a lot of things they're just not thinking out at all. The cops. The cops are owned by the vampires. Mm-hmm. They they just they had that weird Asian nightclub scene going on. Oh yeah. Um. I don't know what that was about. Um, I don't know if they knew it was a vampire, like, you know, because it was, like, it was a club, and then behind the club was, like, a vampire thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they knew oh, it was a vampire. Oh, with all the vampire texts. Yeah. Their sacred texts. Text. So I don't know if they knew about that, or if they, that was, like, a cover-up. So if anyone ever came, it's like, oh, it's a, it's a club. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of things left to be desired about this film. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested in the remake. I'll definitely I go be. watch it. Yeah, I'll definitely see it. Yeah. And then our next film... Is one what of our we, favorites. It's What We Do in the Shadows by Taika Waititi. <laughs> you don't know who Taika Waititi is. Oh. He directed Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, Ragnarok? <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, the new Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit movie. Maybe this is coming out soon. Um, um, Hunt for the Wilder People. Yes. He did another film, I feel like. Um, oh, let me look. This film. Oh, and he also has done episodes for... Um, this oh. Gosh, what's oh no, this is the TV show. Oh, yeah, so no. there is a TV show on right now, and I'm pretty sure the first season is already out. It's on FX. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're having a second. Some of the same characters return from um from what well, the movie, but it's like some different characters. They have a female vampire mm-hmm. in the TV show, which I yeah. found really fun. Um in the movie, basically it follows three very old vampires. Where are they in New Zealand? They're, no, I don't think they're from, I forget where they're from. They're definitely, okay, so I don't, I don't know where like, where they are in the film, I meant. Like, oh, they're, the in, they're in England. They're in England. Okay, uh, yeah. so it's three vampires, and basically it's like a documentary, so you have these, it's, the style is very much documentary style. Mm-hmm. They have interviews with just like one-on-one with the three vampires, Stu, <laughs> Stu loves Stu. Um. It's just super funny mm-hmm. in a way that I was not expecting. It's not very long. I think it's like maybe an hour and thirty minutes. Hour and thirty minutes, which is perfect. I don't think it could go any longer. Yeah, it would be a bit too much. Mm-hmm. But it's just like like imagine like hundred year old vampires. One who used to torture people. One who just get who's kind of short and angry. Mm-hmm. The other one just like really naggy, <laughs> and they're just trying to be roommates together. Yeah. And old. Old house, but they're other really, really old vampire, yeah, and they're just so funny. Just like the roommate dynamic, where it's like, Yeah, uh, there's one quote where, um, the, where, the one roommate hasn't done the dishes in five years, yeah, and <laughs> they had to have a little cardboard wheel, yeah, and then, um, and they're like, It's been like this for five years, <laughs> that was pretty funny, yeah. And then there's the one scene where, um, Jermaine Clement's character, uh, I forget, it's Bell, I don't know, he how torture guy. Yeah, torture guy. He was being like, oh, I dragged this body across the floor and I didn't notice any dust. dust. Therefore, I was basically dusting the yeah. place. And uh, Takita Watiti, he plays one of the vampires, the mm-hmm. one who nags a lot. Yeah. Um, He's it's so pretty funny. funny. Their backgrounds are also pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Takita's uh, character. I'd say pronounce the name right. Uh, Taika. Taika. Taika's character. Um, 
it has like this old love that yeah. he now finds because they start to use the internet on this film mm-hmm. and he finds his love who's like 96 years old <laughs> and he's like oh you might be thinking like what am I doing? And I'm three times her age. <laughs> it's, it subverts, like, what you think of vampire movie. They have yeah. werewolves in it. Swearwolves. Swe- uh-huh. No, were- werewolves, not swearwolves. Which is a great, another great quote. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think. It was just, like, this movie's super fun. It just came out of nowhere. And yeah. it was, like, honestly one of my favorite movies. Like, it kind of reminds me of, like, The Office, in a way. Yeah. It, it's that type of documentary-style mm-hmm. filming. It's, it's a mockumentary, is what yeah. the film is basically, like, advertised as. Um, and I'm trying to think. So they, they, in the film, they, like, basically it's them, like, going through life. They mm-hmm. create um, another vampire mm-hmm. by accident. Oh, Nick. Nick, who they don't like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick's just too cool for all. Nick is too so Nick is like he you know lives in that era. He's too cool for them. Mm-hmm. They're so old. They dress very old. Uh-huh, but they can't see what they look like in the mirror, mirror. so they'll draw photos of themselves. <laughs> just, and then uh, Stu, I think one day brings them a camera and they're like going ham over the camera and like taking photos of each other. Just it's all so cute. It really, it really is. is. They it's, have such a good friendship. Oh my god, I love when they go to the ball. Not yeah. the ball, it's like the party. They have this, like, vampire meetup party, basically. Mm-hmm. And they were dumb. They brought their friend Stu, who's a human. And, and also the camera cue is also human. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're going to eat them now. And they're like, no, you can't. It's like, what are you going to do to stop them? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, well, they make a lot of references. They make a reference to Blade, and they also reference Twilight in it. They do? Because to the party, they're like, you can't go to the party as Blade. And he's oh, in the yeah, yeah. black leather outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun take on a vampire film. It, yeah. I'm trying to think what else about it. Um, my favorite scene is when the police come to their house, and they put the police under a spell, so they're just looking around, and there's just, like, gore everywhere. There's, like, just blood everywhere, and it's totally a mess. And they're like, oh, shit, we're going to get caught. We're totally going to get caught. And then the only thing they say is, like, oh, there's definitely some fire hazards here. You guys need to deal with <laughs> and it. And they're all, like, on the ceiling. Is that when they're on the ceiling? Also? No, I don't... Maybe. I might be maybe. Actually, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But I... It, this movie couldn't be the way it was if it wasn't in the documentary style. Yeah, I agree. If it was just like a straight-on movie where you're like just watching them live their lives, it would not mm-hmm. be the same. Because yeah. it's the way they interact and like complain about each other with the one-on-one mm-hmm. and stuff like that that really makes it. Yeah. And I like that um, the one vampire friend who's in the basement... Yeah, he's very it. he's very reminiscent. If you've ever seen Nosferatu, Nosferatu. he basically looks like the yeah. vampire from Nosferatu. And I, I just like the callback because Nosferatu was it's like the one of the OG the vampire, vampire movies. So which I have not seen except in like an art exhibit sort of way, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole other story. But basically, I've only seen several clips of it. I've never seen the full movie. Yeah, but they basically just it's supposed to be Nosferatu. Right, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Peter. Is Peter is his name. Yeah. Uh, and then they also do with the ex-girlfriend in this. Who they the just beast. keep on referring to as yeah, the, the, the beast. beast. Uh, and you don't know who the beast is the whole time. And you're like, oh, it's just my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, Happy ending, though. Um, what's his face? And his 96-year-old girlfriend end up together. Yeah. He makes her into a vampire. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Yeah. And then this, the werewolves. They're Stu also- becomes a werewolf. They're, yeah, they're all so funny, and I think they're also having a new werewolf movie. 
Really? I believe they are. Yeah, so I don't the, know if it's, it's in production. The werewolves right? also are not. There's this, there's like a really funny, they made a meme out of one of the scenes, the werewolf scenes. It's called Werewolves. That's <laughs> actually really cute. It's very funny. Um, so they did a, the werewolves are basically, they, they like, they're basically just like furry, like, like not woolly mammoth. They're just like, they stand on two legs and they're just out of fur. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they look like. Yeah. And oh, who plays the main werewolf? Um, oh, shoot. I should know his name. Because Taika, Jermaine, and this other guy have all been in this TV show, uh, Flight of the Concords, and it's about um, a band from New Zealand. So it's just nice to... Oh, Reese Darby. Um, and I just think it's fun that they're all still sticking together. Like, they do so many projects they're, together. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, so we highly... If you're, like, not into, you know, the classic vampire films, if you don't want to watch... Some overly dramatic, you know, vampire kill other, vampire killings. Please watch what we do in the shadows. It's worth it. And even though it's about vampires, it's still a movie that's just very accessible to a lot of people. Because, see, my mom, she doesn't like anything supernatural, really. And I feel like I would want to show her this movie just because it's so funny. It's really not. Like, there Mm -hmm. are supernatural elements, but it's really about, like, them as, like, three characters. Mm -hmm. It's like, if they weren't vampires... They would still be hilarious because yeah. they're all like very specific people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. So I feel like that's what we have to say yeah. on what we do in the shadows. Definitely one of my favorite. Yes, definitely movies. up there. And yeah. our last pick, oh. which is how can we not mention it? We are two, you know, tw- oh, twenty-one Twilight fans. <laughs> Actually, not. But it's Twilight, the first one, the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how we couldn't mention Twilight. I really, nothing we can say here can ever live up to the Twilight, the the legend, which is just Twilight. If you don't know what Twilight is, have you lived under a rock? That's very true. Um, So this is, this was, which started out as a um, adaptation from Stephanie Meyer's books, started out as an indie project directed by Catherine Hardwick Mm -hmm. about a teenage girl, Bella, who falls in love with a vampire who mm-hmm. goes to high school named Edward. Named Edward. Oh, I was it's so good. I was obs- I'm still obsessed with this movie, but in my middle school days, I was very obsessed with this movie. Like I bought red contacts so I can be like the Volturi. Um, no. Yeah, I did. I wore them on <laughs> Halloween, and I wore them a day that wasn't Halloween. <laughs> And they must have all thought I was really weird for that, because that was super weird. This is the opposite. I really did not like Twilight, um, mostly because I saw New Moon. And if you've seen New Moon, you know what I'm talking about. That's a really bad... Yeah, I don't... New Moon's pretty terrible. Out of the five movies, New Moon's definitely the the weak one. But basically... But then my older sister would, like, go to the, like, midnight premieres. So I I had seen both... um, like breaking down part one and two in the mm-hmm. midnight movie premieres, and I was just like, "You want to come?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." And but we're not here to talk about the other four. We're here to talk about the first, the one. first one, the did one that started it all. I did not read the did books. Not, okay. Did you? I did. I read. I read. Though this is like the books got me into reading. Wow. Yeah, they um, were the books been good. Yeah, the books were so good. Would you say <laughs> better than the movies? No, I think I like the books better than the movies. Okay. Still. But I thought Bella's, char- Bella's character gets so much hate, and she really doesn't deserve it. Because I think she's just being... She's just an a- introverted girl who, like, 
doesn't care. Like, Kristen Stewart got so much hate, and she doesn't deserve Not it. Not at all. She's great. And she's just, like, a regular gal. I mean, like, moving in the middle of the semester, that's no fun. Yeah, So no. she's got to deal with that. And then the people at our school are so annoying. Like, they're not so, yeah. Jessica and um, her other friend. I forget her name. But the guy characters in this who aren't Edward are so annoying. Like, she goes through such a hardship when she yeah. first goes to school because... Um, well, do you want to talk about the bio scene that you love okay. so much? So my theory is, I know a lot of people, like, roll their eyes. They're like, ugh, Twilight, those movies suck. But I feel like if you watch Twilight as a comedy, it's truly one of the, one of the greatest vampire comedies. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite scenes in this entire film, truly Robert Pattinson's best acting, is when um, Bella sees Rob for the first time. Not Rob, that's Rob Pattinson, she's Edward for the first time. And she goes into bio class, and the fan just swoops her smell onto him. And he literally looks like he's about to vomit. Like, cannot look at her. But, like, imagine Bella. Imagine this is your first day in a new school, in a new place. You're just trying to get through your day, and, and this, there's a cute guy, and, this guy and you have to sit next to him. across the room. I was just disgusted by your yeah. presence. And you're like, oh, he's kind of cute, and then literally, he's disgusted by you. He's so disgusted, he, if you don't know, he tries to change classes. Mm-hmm. And she sees. <laughs> she notices. Like, that's just, like... And imagine it's just because you smell. I just can't imagine what that would do to your self-esteem, you know? Like, having to think you smell that badly that one guy, like, literally cannot handle. I know. Yeah, that's literally one of my favorite scenes ever. Mm. It's so funny. Another favorite scene is, how can we talk about Twilight without talking about the baseball scene? Oh, with a super massive black hole playing in the background. Oh, that's so so good. good. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and was not it's something you were not expecting in this film. No. You know, vampires like to play baseball. Okay, the the, the soundtrack though is also good. The soundtrack's uh, pretty lit. The soundtrack's super lit. Um, I, like the delicate piano music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, I heard Bar Patson say it was ahead of its time. It was, and ahead it, of I its agree. Time. I agree. Yeah. With that. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I was thinking about when I was rewatching was that. You know how none of the siblings, n- no one talks to anyone at the school? Yeah. I can't believe that because... Um, yeah, why do they not Emma have friends one, outside of their adopted siblings? Because I feel like Emma, for one, definitely want to join like a sports team or yeah. something. I guess she can't. Yeah, and then Alice is just so darn bubbly. Like, you can't tell me Alice wouldn't be out talking to people. The only people like... I just find it weird that they're still in high school. They're still... Yeah, like, if you're ageless... Be get a, a job. Yeah, be a, get a job, or at least be in college where it's, like, no, no one judges like, you if you're, like, inside all day. And it's not like they look like high schoolers, too. Yeah. Um, what's his face? Um, Carlisle? Not Carlisle. No, Carlisle's the dad. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Jasper? Emmett? Emmett. Yeah. Like, he looks like he can, he can play football in yeah. college. Like, mm-hmm. he's huge. And that way they don't wouldn't have to have this weird thing where it's like, oh, you're praying we're on- in the same adopted family, but we're all dating each other. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Weird. Like, in college, you can just be like, oh, this is my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, no one, you don't have to say your siblings, because mm-hmm. that's just fucking weird. And also, if they were in college, they if they wanted to stay in one location for a longer amount of time, they could all just do master's programs and stuff. Yeah, and I just know. And then just being like, I, I guess you can see, like, where the college can go awry. It's because, like, well, what happens if... Someone takes your picture and then you graduate. Yeah. I guess the people do that in high school too. I don't understand why they yeah. like. And there's that scene in the house where like you realize how many times they've been to high school. <laughs> it's like, 
no why would you want to go to high school more than once oh that would be horrible that'd be horrific. also like they're what how old there's some that are pretty old mm-hmm. like edward was from the spanish like spanish War. oh yeah because he had influenza right he had influenza mm-hmm. um and then J- uh jasper's from the civil war yeah jasper's from the civil war i forget where emmett was from and i don't think they ever tell you where emmett was from and then rosalie um rosalie was pretty i would say maybe like 1920s or 30s yeah maybe like 1920s 1950s mm-hmm. that era um but yeah like some of them like well rosalie was getting married when she was turned so i don't understand why yeah. she wants to go to high school again <laughs> to tell you where he's from when he was turned oh, oh emmett was mauled by a black bear oh i remember that I remember. And that. was rescued by Rosalind. Um, and then Rosalind. Oh, Rosalie, whatever. Whatever. Um, oh, wait, this is. Oh, wait. I remember about Jasper. He, was, oh. he wasn't turned by Carlisle. Who was he turned by? I think he was turned by someone else because in the first film, oh. he like can't control his urges and gets yeah. these stares a lot in mm-hmm. the first film. Just. Also yeah, kind of he weird. was creepy. Yeah, because that was the scene where she walks in and they have dinner made, and <laughs> the mother's like, "Oh, are you hungry?" And Bella, who's being polite, is, is like, "No, I ate before." No, no, she she says, "Oh, yeah, I would love some." And then Edward's like, "She already ate." And then Ro- Rosalind like the crushes the ex- throws crushes. salad on the ground. I have to also during that scene is one of another great line in this film. There, Rod, Rosalie's like, do you even know she likes Italian? And 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 Emmett, Emmett is like, her name is Bella. As if that's an explanation. Yeah. Oh, oh, another character I want to talk about that was Charlie because I love Charlie in this. My dad. Yeah. yeah. And I feel bad for him because he deals with so much through these. He's four like, movies. he's kind of in that like normal like teen dad where he's like a little dumb. Yeah. He's a little dumb. Mm-hmm. He's like kept out of the loop. Mm-hmm. In almost everything. Yeah. I think in basically everything. Yeah. Um, and the mom is too, but the mom's absent, so like we don't really talk about yeah, that. Yeah, the mom's out with her boyfriend, who's a minor league baseball player. Or I think he's I think he's minor league. Uh, what's his thing with baseball in this movie? Yeah. His books. <laughs> um, where does discussion of baseball yeah. come from? And I really like the relationship, this is so off topic, but between Charlie and Billy... Oh, the Jacob's, Jacob's dad. dad. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I was wondering is, I forget why he's in a wheelchair, but he can still drive. No, I think that's, I think Jacob drives him around. No, because there's one scene I remember, and I was like, is that Billy driving? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. Billy has like a, how does that work? I don't know. Maybe it's a special mechanism. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think I noticed that. Yeah, no, because that's the one thing where I was like, huh, I've never noticed that before. Um, Anna Kendrick's in this movie. Yeah, Anna Kendrick, very famous actress now, was mm-hmm. not when Twilight began. Yeah. We also talk about, like, Rob Patterson and Kristen Stewart mm-hmm. truly coming up from the Twilight ranks. Now they, all they do is really indie movies, besides, oh, um... Rob Patterson's doing Batman, so... Oh, yeah, I mean, they're... No longer st- doing indies. They're starting to get out of it, but there's been, like, a very long period where those two have just done indie movies, and now they're kind of breaking out of it because... Christian's doing Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. She's in, or he's in Batman. Um, but they've just chosen like very interesting projects after Twilight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're gonna talk about some of these projects in later podcasts. Of We're course. very excited. Yeah. Um, and then what's his face is doing like absolute Taylor Lautner 
who everyone thought would sort of be the breakout star, is the one who's not really doing anything these days, I feel like. He's in that, it's a show on Netflix he was in. Really? Yeah. But he hasn't been, I mean, he was in The Ridiculous Six in 2015. The Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else I love about this movie. There's just so much. The, mm-hmm. Like, it's such a blue color, color oh, scheme. Yeah. That it's just like so. I don't even know how to describe it. I think I think this movie's great. Mm-hmm. I think if you watch it as a comedy, it's a it's a lot of fun. You can't not talk about vampire movies and not talk about Twilight. Yeah, and I want to say even it's just like it's the best YA there there is. Vampire film, yeah. Vampire Academy was so dumb. Oh yeah, I watched that. Oh, it was I did not, not good. See it. I just think like Twilight. Here's my thing. Twilight gets so much hate, and but here's why. Society likes to hate things that women want. Especially this, young women. Young women. It's like One Direction, they're just a band, but people hate them because it's got like a woman following. And like Twilight. Fancy drinks at Starbucks. Like it's okay for a certain group of people to love bacon obsessively, but if a girl likes it, or like a certain food, it's like, oh, we're gonna hate on this now. I feel like it's the same with Twilight. Yeah, I just, I think also when they made this film, I don't think they realized how big the fan base was. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. because it was made as an excited, I read something somewhere where, like, Robert Pattinson, he signed on to it, where he was like, oh, like, it's an indie film with um, Catherine Hardwick, who at the time was a very, like, kind of up-and-coming indie director. And, or she had done some, like, cool indie films. And then, like... And then all of a sudden, like, he didn't, I don't think anyone really realized what Twilight was. And now mm-hmm. it's this huge thing. It's a cultural phenomenon. You can't not get away from it. And it still is because there's, a, like, huge festivals in Fork, Washington. Like, that town is, like, booming now because of Twilight. Um, and there's, like, cosplayers who will go there completely dressed in character. And, like, they won't get out of character until the festival is over. Really? Like, it, yeah. It's still intense. Yeah, it still has... Um, a very diehard fan base, which I like to see. Um, yeah, so overall, give Twilight a chance. You can you can comment at us later if you don't like it. Like, okay, give it a chance. <laughs> at least watch it for the sniffing scene. It's, it's, I would say Robert Pattinson's best acting skills to date. Yes. <laughs> I, I will say it. That is my take. <laughs> if you have anything to fight us about with Twilight... Do you it. know, DM me. I'll send you my address and we'll fight it <laughs> out because I would defend this movie with my life. I really would. I think uh, this movie's great. I think it's a great way to end our podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening yeah. and join us next time. Yeah, happy Halloween. <laughs>